Hey, this is Romancing the Zone, a podcast about a podcast about boys playing tabletop games. I'm Nell Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. Let's roll. Oh, that's a natural 20, everybody. Nice. Pan glass. This is the episode. We're going to kill it, just like these boys did in San Francisco. But before we get to this live show... Do we want to talk about the live show we got to see a little bit? I mean, I would love to talk about the people I stood in line with for 12 hours. That was a delight. Yeah. So we met a wonderful friend named Kat who was dressed as Aubrey, just beautifully dressed as Aubrey. She was and so gorgeous. This is, by so the way, darling. this is at the San Diego uh, book show. Or book oh, yes. Event. Sorry. I probably should have prefaced with that. Um, <laughs> That's all right. But yeah, we were very lucky to be able to go to the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've been to some book events before where there were live readings or something, and they were a lot of fun, you know, to hear the author read something in their own, that's their own words. But they mm-hmm. they made this a lot more fun and interactive and more like a performance. Yeah, I had no idea what to expect, really on getting in there and because in my head a book reading is you're in a library and everyone sits mm-hmm. crisscross applesauce <laughs> and Which we did we listen to an author and we, <laughs> some of you did some of you stood some of us stood in the back and that was fine too but it mm-hmm. was so funny because again I wasn't sure what to expect and having a huge display of the pages they were reading and having guest speaker or guest speaker guest voice actress Ashley Birch up there <laughs> and Hal Lublin so and cool. Hal Lublin I forgot he was there He's so good right over Hal, even... right to Ashley. That he was just seamless. I thought he was a part of the crew the whole time. <laughs> but no, it was it was totally wonderful. And as always, they put on a great show and are just lovely. And I don't is was that the last one? The San Diego. That one? was the last one. Yeah, the finale. Well, if they have another book and they do another, yeah, book, which they will. Yeah. Yes, which they will. They tease yeah. that they will. So they should uh, number one. On the New York Times bestseller fiction, oh, man. like so congratulations! Oh my so gosh! Cool. And and so cool. and Carrie Peach is a delight also to give her oh, more than sure. due credit for the the amount of work that she put into the book. Her work is so stunning. And then yeah, and you and I each got to separately, funnily enough, uh, <laughs> go meet Carrie, and it, she's just the sweetest. Like she what really a is, what yeah. a doll. Yeah. So if you are a person who's listening to our show and maybe hasn't. Listen to balance. Maybe it's um, intimidating for you, or maybe it's just so much and you don't have that much time. Give the give the graphic novel a try. It's doing an amazing job so far. I haven't finished it yet. I'm taking my sweet time with it, but so far it's doing an amazing job uh, recreating the events of the first little adventure that the boys go on. Yeah, or buy it for your library or for a friend you've been trying, friend or family member that you've been trying to get into the podcast and failed. It's always worth worth a shot. Yeah. I love that. Hell yeah, and good idea. Or just buy five copies for yourself because it's that <laughs> Just do that. You've got your beach just copy. Get one so you can just wallpaper your and... room with it. Get another mm-hmm. one to lend out to friends. Third yeah. one always stays in your backpack. Always. <laughs> always. No matter what. Fourth one, always buy your bed. You never know. Fifth one is in a time capsule for when yes. the end days come and you go, there's one thing I have to go back. It's your treasure that you're going to go back and get. You're creating an adventure for yourself. If I could have the aliens choose one thing to find and understand our society, it would be That's your choice. the adventure zone. <laughs> Here there be we're all, all going to fire one into space right now. <laughs> it's going. There it goes. Oh, I just waved to it. I did too. <laughs> Good. I almost said bon appetit. I'm sitting with it. <laughs> bon voyage and bon appetit. Hey, it's however you want to consume novel. that good, good graphic novel. <laughs> <laughs> this has been our book club episode. Man, that would be a good episode. I was just gonna maybe later. Maybe later. We'll we'll <laughs> jot that one down. For now. We don't even have to step away from these perfect Trace Horny boys. We get to talk about them for this whole show. Let's do it. San Francisco live show. We're going to see. Yeah, how come I don't ever get these cool letters from old friends inviting me on adventures? I'm very disappointed (laughs) that this has never happened to me. Maybe we have to start the trend. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Everybody go get a scroll. (laughs) Must be on a scroll. Grab your quill and ink, and uh, I'm not sure go, if the adventures go. would be as good as I was pirate say, treasure. Should I wait until I'm in turmoil 
Or just any old time. Mm. I don't know. You could also just lie apparently to your friends. Let's talk about this. Okay. So first of all, I think everybody, we're so excited to hear. It's our sweet Dav. It's our sweet captain. Good old Captain Port. Deep in debt. Deep. So just up to his eyeballs in debt. Jesus, Dav. I mean, that's so. not that far, though. He's very small. That's fair. Maybe he had further to go to end up in He's debt. He's literally I mean, drowning in debt. That's what happens when you buy a boat. That's what I've heard. But he thinks it's a great idea. He tells all the boys that they should. Uh, these live shows are always so great because I think not only, obviously, is it a chance for... Uh, of course, Justin and Travis and Clint to revisit the Trace Horny Boys. And not only is Griffin building us these great stories with characters we want to hear, he gets to play around and be like, these are characters I made. I mm-hmm. have a whole lineup of great characters that he made great that now he gets to bring back. Mm-hmm. So it was very exciting that now we know, yay, we're going to get to have an adventure on the high seas with Davenport and Orla, who sounds just fly as hell. Yeah, bless their penchant for large, competent women. I am 100% here for it. Yes. Hey, man, as soon as he described her having that, like, the the cannon on her back, I'm like, all day. Just slug (laughs) her back. I'm like, girl, get at me. Mm, mm, I love mm, it. mm, mm. She is now a special character in the Adventure Zone fighting game. She's like a special unlockable character because she just sounds so powerful and great. Please. So when they're reading the letter... And Davenport lets them know that he found a sunken ship. Do we all think that was Travis who did that big gasp? That was Travis, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Travis is very good at gasping. I don't even remember, but I'm going to say yes, absolutely. I I don't want to say that I can tell them apart, but I can. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I assumed it was. I was like, oh, there's my sister, because I would have done the exact same thing. I think we actually did it in tandem. (laughs) It was like, (gasps) oh! Oh, I'll believe it all day because I, like, you know your sister, Travis. I know my sister, Brittany, because you love, here's something everybody needs to know about Brittany Don Bailey. She loves. Wow, throwing the whole name out there. People I'm throwing the whole name out there. Never mind. I'll take that out. <laughs> and now I know your middle it's name. Fine. <laughs> Surprise, it's just D-O-N. <laughs> she's Brittany Donnie Bailey. She's named after the Backstreet Boy. Or Don, the great, mean, she's a godfather, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> Brittany the Dawn Bailey. (laughs) Brittany Radiant as the Dawn Bailey. You love the ocean. You love specifically giant monsters in the ocean. Yes. You you love the sea. From the second they said they were going on a boat, I was like, fingers fucking crossed that we're going to get all my faves. And yeah. we didn't get all of them, but we did get my top fave, so. So you and Trav both gasped together, yes. held hands very tightly, and were like, I'm so ready for this. Right. So before we move on to the story of this episode more, I, I just want to mention that they, Travis very casually name-dropped that he'd been hanging out with Chris Perkins, um, famous DM, just to the just to annoy his brother, I think, to be honest, uh, <laughs> successfully. In but. But yeah, so if you if you missed Travis and Clint playing their balance characters on the stream of many eyes that Wizards of the Coast did, uh, or Travis was also on um, on on Waffle Crew, uh, the other I don't remember I don't never remember the official name of, of Waffle Crew, but uh, you can find it that way. And I I did see their their appearances and they are very good. There's some great great stuff in the episodes of uh, Waffle Crew that Travis did. Um, with Magnus so you should definitely find that online and watch it if you're if this has got you back and oh man I really miss those boys it'll hook mm, you up a little more yeah that way yeah Good thank call. you for reminding us mm-hmm. speaking speaking of Wizards of the Coast they made that joke about about Davenport being in debt and and the money from defeating Classic the joke. hunger and made a joke about yeah. just licensing and merch so I have a question for you guys <laughs> do you think that they were selling like I defeated the hunger and all I got was this lousy t-shirt shirts or <laughs> what was happening here <laughs> with the merch I'm very curious about Ooh. what the merch was for saving the world off the top of my head I'm thinking I love that I sh- that shirt idea you know we love a shirt idea over here <laughs> on Romancing the Zone also me speaking to my favorite plush artist I'm thinking Thinking <laughs> void fish plushies. Yes, that would be good. Well, huggable, Some huggable Trey Horny boys for your for your little ones <laughs> to act out uh, act out climactic here, battles here. with. <laughs> I love huggable Trey Horny boys for your little ones. 
<laughs> okay, maybe they're not branded that Isn't way. That kid, a horny boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking t-shirts with their faces like I'm a Magnus, I'm a Taco, I'm a Merle, mm. and just like huge emblazoned. Maybe like those 3D ones, like the pugs. No, wait, a 3D p- pug. Shirt? Oh, I know what you mean. There you go. They're hideous but funny. So. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's I, fine. I don't own one or anything. She says, cl- slowly closing the closet behind her. <laughs> Maybe they're like, uh, like IPRE, like football jersey kind of, kind of a deal. Whatever the like the fantasy version of a football jersey I'm, would be. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I'm always all about a shirt that has a name on the back that like isn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> like like a fake one. Like I just love pretending to be other people when I'm out and about. You know there they you would go. fight about like who who had who saw the most like random kids walking around or something with their name on the jersey. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like how many Burnside's shirts sold versus how many Taco shirts sold? <laughs> That's a fight. There's a misprint where all the high church one says High Tower instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the knockoff one. <laughs> Oh no! Now I can see Nell <laughs> jumping around my dog. <laughs> Full disclosure, everybody! I only got to listen to this episode once, and I didn't take notes. So Brittany shared her notes with me via Google Documents, and now I'm gonna mess with them. So now I have no secrets. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can actually talk about this. Uh, <laughs> oh, I have one more merch thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry's blue jeans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's in all the finest boutiques uh, in Fandolin. Oh, wait, no, in Feyre. Fandolin. Nope, not in Fandolin. Yeah, fan- He's in New Fandolin for sure. There you go. There's a lot of, lot of good real estate opportunities in Fandolin. Oh, if you like a flat disc of black something something. Maybe maybe a, like a rollerblading rink or something. Hey. I was say it's like a skate park. That's not a bad idea more opportunities real estate merchandising but davenport spent all his money and his credentials apparently yeah he was not as savvy as our barreled blue jeans (laughs) but don't worry he's got his friends here to help him out of course these boys are gonna show up and trav as he's saying he's already there my goodness (laughs) which is the second time very quickly (laughs) Right, his lovely characters have just projected this song. Because I was trying to think, this show happened in June, like early. Oh yeah, June. I didn't even start doing that math. Yeah, so I was like, how how much time between the two? Like, does he just listen to that song a lot? Is it his favorite song, <laughs> Travis? You know how you say some things, and then you're just like, it just makes you think of a song. Yeah, like if somebody starts saying it's been, and you're just like, oh. it's been, and you just start <laughs> no. singing one week in your mind. I think, like, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. He's already there. Fair enough. So we show up. We say ahoy to everybody. Ahoy's we all around. Me, me, Orla. We've already talked about how dope she sounds. Those are always my favorite. Just ahoy, 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 it's, ahoy. Yeah. It reminded me of when they established that the uh, Bureau of Balance has the uh, the big handshake as their <laughs> greeting. <laughs> <laughs> We've already lost Brittany. She's just thinking about how funny it is. Everybody does that dance. The thought of people like, oh, where are my manners? Sorry. Ahoy. Or like, where are my manners? Chibi, chibi, coca pop. It's just such a great visual. I love it. I love it so much. As well as the visual of a oh, giant, yeah. beautiful boat. A yacht, I believe they call it. With Wave Smasher painted beautifully <laughs> good, on the good. side. But the Smasher part scratched off. And Humper. Is that what they decided? I don't, I don't think they, they... That's what I think I they decided. just retconned it. Yeah, they retconned yes. it, but I, I, I do like the idea of him putting that on there. Like, the stencil guy is just finished, and he's like, you know what? <laughs> just, like, scratching it out and painting it badly above it. Right. And now I need someone to draw me a Davenport, giving us Captain Ron vibes. You got it. Please, thank you. I know they said Captain Ron, but I am just at this point picturing Drew Davenport dressed as a pirate, I have to be honest. (laughs) Which I think he could really pull off. I think so, too. My notes are bad, so, like, I know I wrote down being excited about Magnus falling asleep instantly at the table, but I don't remember what they were talking about. (laughs) I I think it was just the end of the day, and you go to sleep, and he's like, Magnus does, right here. And then... (laughs) 
the best part of that is when Taco has to go wake up Cap'n. It's like, I think I've got scurvy. First of all, that was that so Taco good. voice. Great job. It was such a funny thing because it's like there was no reason. Justin was just like, I'm right. going to have a scene now. I think it's I have scurvy turn. because I'm bored. Bored. Everything tastes like salt. <laughs> and that Magnus is there. Like, am I remembering this correctly? Yeah, well, yes. he wasn't, but then, then he was by accident. And I do like the idea that he had he, that he had passed out at the table, just like conked out. And then, as soon as Taco's up in the middle of the night having this conversation, that he just appears out of nowhere in the background. <laughs> In the door oh God, everybody. I'm seeing in Brittany's notes right now. It says Nella's having a fit over this. Girl, you right. <laughs> I fucking love it. It was a little little bit of sawbones bleed over, I think, on Justin's part. Yeah. And I approved. So then we are then out to see. We're far away from the dock. It's just see all around. Does one of them feel Merle's like, throwing up. Yeah, Merle's yes. throwing up. And and I, I know I always call people out and they're like, and I'm like, oh, hey, somebody should draw that. But I kind of want to do a comic of Magnus just yeah. losing it completely for five seconds and then being fine. <laughs> Please do that comic. After Gen Con. <laughs> Fair. Everything's happening after Gen Con at this point. Fair enough. We have to prioritize a lot of Man, we sound like just the socialist. Wait a minute. Hang on. Let me. <laughs> we do love socialism. We are socialists. <laughs> we want a po- podcast for everyone. <laughs> All around. I was trying to say the most social butterflies. Uh, socialist butterflies. <laughs> that is a t-shirt. Someone. Come on. I'm writing it down. Socialist butterfly. TM, 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 TM. Again, can't wait to forget what these things mean. <laughs> oh, right. They get to the, the openness of the sea. God, I'm so glad you took notes, Brittany. Then they see this raft. They see the figure on the raft, which is so creepy. It is creepy. Very creepy. And, and of course, Magnus immediately is already in the water to rescue He's this poor there. person. <laughs> I wonder, like, part of me wants to be like... I'm gonna I'm gonna get us a little serious here for a moment, but we don't Uh-oh. even have to worry about it. Listen, there are two other times when they came across figures that were kind of shrouded and ended up being Uh-oh. skeletons, and both of those times they were people that are great and we like a whole bunch. That's true. I'll say his track true. record does lean towards a friendly skeleton or a helpful skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> I was extremely entertained by Magnus continuing to carry on this casual conversation, yes! friendly oh conversation with the skeleton <laughs> while it was attacking him. him. <laughs> Magnus. It was so darling. <laughs> I imagine the others on the boat just like, Jesus, this Merle, get ready to heal him. And he actually does. <laughs> Merle, God bless you. Pan mm. bless you. <laughs> oh, right. I was about to say, what do they even do about this skeleton stabbing Magnus? Orla fucking takes care of business. Saved by a competent woman, the podcast. And this is when we find out Davenport's a dirty, dirty liar. Dirty liar, which Orla is kind of too. She just was, mm-hmm. she was like, all right, I'll go around along with this. <laughs> This scheme you have to lie to your friends, I guess. I was low-key waiting for Orla to, like, turn on people. Were you? Not because she's an orc, but because she's (laughs) a brand new character, and that's been the game as well. That's fair. No, that's very fair. If we think back to when we were all in high school together. Exactly. If we think back to when we were all at the casino together. Exactly. This is where we have our flashback episode really quickly. (laughs) Remember that time we all went on the raft on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> and our new friend betrayed us. We went to that old timey <laughs> western town. Do you remember? We I, I think that the old timey western town was called Taz Dust. <laughs> 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 and remember, remember how we got betrayed? That listen, that goof turned out to be real. We did it. That's oh. that twenty showing up. Congratulations, everybody. <laughs> Oh, I'm seeing this Nesno here. You are right. Brittany kept calling me out. Do you do this all the time? Do you always call yes. me out in your notes? <laughs> you're the worst and the best. This is why I don't share you're totally things. right. This note just says, Magnus catches Taco when he faints. Nell is dying. Oh. Everybody, I was 
living. I was like, because Merle was so quick to be like, I'm not catching it. Magnus was like, don't worry, I'm on it. And I was like, you're fucking right, you're on it. He's not going to let his boy fall. Okay, and please, please remember, he's on the, isn't he on the raft? Wait, no, he'd, he? he had gotten back at that point. <laughs> okay. He was back, yeah. Okay. They don't cover that in great detail, but he was back. Because in my head, I was like, he never actually <laughs> goes. The power. He's, it's like, hold on. <laughs> I'll say Taco you. slow falls. <laughs> oh, right. Because Taco faints when he says that there isn't money, right? There's was no money. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Dab, how dare you? You promised. I mean, at Davenport, at least he had, it was kind of sad. Like, he's bored and doesn't feel relevant and useful. Unlike everybody else, you know, I mean, I think the rest of them were able to integrate better, maybe, of not being heroes and and not having these very strange lives that they've had up until this point for so long. You're right. I I can see that that integration being really, really challenging. So I I kind of I know it was it was also kind of a goof and it's kind of a setup, but I do find that interesting as a as a character development, because it does make sense that there would be some kind of lingering consequences for them trying to live a normal life at this point you are absolutely right it was just that moment where you're like why didn't you just say so <laughs> right How dare he like, they, like, had he sent that out to magnus for sure magnus would have showed up magnus would have been like and you know he would have dragged those boys along he would have made yeah, the boys come and if they didn't he would have been like, Davenport, do you care if I bring, like, ten dogs with me? And you and I can just go <laughs> hit the high seas and have some dope adventures. Just two dudes letting just our beers grow out. a ship full of pirate dogs. Pirate dog ship. You guys, that's such a good idea. I'm writing it down. Pirate Say, dog write ship. that one down. This is... Pirate dog ship. Yeah. TM, TM, TM. Again, if you ever want to just entertain future you, just, like, make a list of the funny things that people say in the moment and then, like, go back to it a couple months and be like, what the hell were we even talking about? This is great. Pirate dog ship. <laughs> but most importantly, Magnus has caught Taco when he fainted. And I and I assume that it was not, that he didn't even have to look or think about it, that he just kind of, like, stuck a hand out and it just happened. And I'm sure Taco, like, angled it, it even towards him. better. Brittany, you just added to it. This is that 20. I'm just going to sit back and let you guys just like retell me the story. <laughs> We're in trouble then because my, my next note just says petition to change the podcast name to The Bone Zone. And I don't actually remember what they were talking about. I wrote, oh. okay, I know exactly what they were talking about. Because my note is, it's not my next note. My next note was, guys, I love TNT so much. I just it, do. It I think everyone should know this. Um, mm-hmm. So I was saying The Bone Zone was the runner-up name for our podcast. <laughs> but so that's that's what the pirate ship is called, is The Bone Zone. Because it's full of skeletons. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's what they goof them up saying. But I was like, the bone zone is great. It like- it, now it says it in cursive on the side of that ship. That's canon now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now I'm just going to, we should share notes all the time so that we can just, we should do this so we can just question each other on why we wrote things. <laughs> Bernie's note here says, Trav must be stopped. Please nerf. <laughs> That's the sign you hold up at live shows. Nerf Travis. I'm not allowed it's to like play It's like an Overwatch anymore. tournament up in here. It's because... No, see, way- oh, go ahead, Anne. Explain me, Anne. I know where they were coming from with that. Of this, That he is a ridiculously overpowered character. Yes. But... But also, they make reference to the stream of many eyes, and I would point out that the turn that took like 20 minutes that Clint mentions, mm-hmm. Travis just demolished the bad guy <laughs> like hot. he kind of saved everybody's bacon and they were all kind of like hey let's have this guy around all the time because he is a very handy friend to have <laughs> who else could like casually defeat five skeletons at once amen <laughs> oh right he imitates callaway we want to know a second to read notes i know i'm like yeah the part about um travis fighting callaway yeah, which was yeah. hot. Yeah. And and Travis Travis is so delighted and him him so delighted and Griffin swearing about all of the bones <laughs> flying off. Just flying was, was very, very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the funny thing about this fight. You get the first twist, which was I don't owe a bunch of pirates money. Sorry, we're not gonna have a pirate adventure so much. 
Instead, we had to fight all these skeletons. And so we have this fight with these skeletons. And you're like, oh, they're, they're handily dispatching everybody here. And as Brittany's note here says, I think I felt it too where it's like, oh, shit, we're only halfway. Like, that, that boat was gone. What's next? Mm-hmm. And then we get some... Uh, dead wait what is it the black pearl dead man's curse whatever any of those travis's favorite movies whichever one of the pirate movies that happens in Uh which i could not tell you any one of those pirates of the caribbean movies man's curse (laughs) you know the dead man's diaries of pirates of the caribbean yeah one movie well there you knew there had to be a bigger bad right like skeletons are always working for somebody Skeletons I genuinely didn't think so. Bag. I was like, snap, we're done. It, oh. <laughs> it didn't dawn on me until Magnus so easily took out this first captain. And then I was mm-hmm. like, okay, there's more here. But really, when these this other the, when the rest of the fleet shows up, I was I, I gotta say, I was a little nervous. I was like, oof, I don't know how entertaining it could possibly be if we're just gonna be like doing a high seas battle with one boat versus many, like they'll make it entertaining. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. know what I mean, right? Yeah, that's a it's a difficult dramatic yeah. standpoint to take. Yeah, great for a movie when you're just kind of watching from afar. But here we're here for our boys, you know, and you don't even have to worry about it because then the best thing that could possibly happen happens. We got ravens. And listen, Magnus, I love you, but also I'm palming your face and pushing you away because Kravitz is here. So, uh, hey, everybody, what's up? I was so excited when and a raven shows up. I was like, oh, it's happening. And then another. Yeah, I enjoyed hearing the really specific people in the audience who picked it up immediately. Mm-hmm. And then as the like slow wave of realization dawned over everybody else and they just just went nuts for it oh. that slow wave of realization it was like the the ravens themselves this cloud of them being just in real <laughs> life in real time you're seeing you're hearing it in the audience as our three favorite well two favorite liches i don't and our favorite wraith i guess yeah question mark. Sure oh. our two favorite yeah. liches and our favorite handsome undead so boyfriend Reaper. show up there we go that's it. That's his class. I, Name Kravitz. Class undead boyfriend. <laughs> handsome. Handsome undead boyfriend. A, an adorable man with a cute face. <laughs> Those are his skills. Sometimes a skeleton. Big skill there. Nell is into it. Yeah, now, now for my popular segment, shout out to Justin. <laughs> we should make music for it. Which I seem I seem to keep doing, but but I I, I will not apologize. <laughs> Never. They, we, so we got we, these are great Justin moments because right before this we get uh, Taco rolling a ten on deception on these skeletons and doing his very weird impression <laughs> of Galloway <laughs> as he convinces them to jump into the water anyway, and then we we get like a double header because Kravitz shows up and we get these jokes about who's feeding oh the my cats. God. So yeah, so much is revealed here. And you could just hear people logging logging on to AO3 and <laughs> typing furiously as soon as this inter- interaction happens, which I approve of enormously. We endorse it heartily. Let's play with this a little bit right now, real time. First question, how many cats do they have? I'm saying two. Because how long have they been living together? I immediately together? thought three. You thought, you thought three? Okay. Yeah. See, I thought two. I don't know why. I think there's two and then like a stray kitten. Mm though that just wandered in and they just that one's can't. kind of like they have to doing keep its it. own thing okay yeah i see well, okay. two a black one and an orange one mm. one is very fluffy okay and the other one's just very big <laughs> i don't know which one is which though i think the orange one is big it's a garfield let's face facts and the black one is just hair mm. just all hair like a little soot sprite <laughs> yes and you know their Instagram is just wall-to-wall cat pictures. The cats have yes. their own Instagram. And then, Instagram. like, some food snaps. That's true. Because Taco would yes. have selfies. Yes. For yeah. sure. Uh, Taco, <laughs> yeah. Taco's Instagram would look a lot like mine, which is, here's my face. And then, yes, I feel like the cats, Defo, have their own Instagram page. Crav has his own. Um, he doesn't use it very much. Because I feel like Crav would be like, I mean, I see gorgeous things all the time. Mm-hmm. He just uses it to like the cat pictures. Yeah. Yep. Even though it's his own cats. <laughs> Love this. Now, so 
I picture the cats as one of them said, I feel like one of the boys said skeleton cats. And I kind of liked that idea. Like if they Guess were like, which oh, boy like, said that. Travis? <laughs> yes. <laughs> skeleton cats. I like that idea. And almost like they're like phantasmal a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's so like, like the kind of shadow. Kind of like Koshek from Night Vale. Oh, I've never listened to Night Vale. Oh, uh, well, there's a, there's a spooky cat. Mm. There's a spooky kitty. Then yes, mm-hmm. just like In that. Night vale. <laughs> Say, all cats are spooky. And I think their names are uh, Dolce and Gabbana. Ooh. <laughs> I don't have names yet. I think food names. So like uh, I think... meringue. Oh. oh, that's cute. Maybe meringue and macaron. Cute. <laughs> Mine are raven and queso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guess who named which? <laughs> the answer will surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's flipped. The orange one is raven. The black one is queso. <laughs> Just because they like to dick around like that. <laughs> Are we really going to go back to the show? Funny food name. No, I'm trying to think of a funny food cat name. I want to know about their neighbor, Susan, who feeds the cats. Oh, oh my God. This asshole. Let's talk about does whatever not like. Susan did. <laughs> she just talks too much. That's probably it. I have people I don't like feed my cats all the time. Oh, I listen to the show right now. I have them here on the mic. Oh, no. Foiled. All right. So we have some cat talk, which is wonderful. But then my favorite thing ever happens Mm, when Orla summons up the beast from the deep, the Kraken, and I... The only... Oh, so excited. It's my fave. And someday, I, I I just, so the only problem I had was they kept calling tentacles, tentacles. They're not tentacles, yeah. they're arms. This is true. And yeah. I just, it was very they distracting for me. So I'm just like, ugh. Again, because, as we all know, I'm a visual person. Surprise. So I see <laughs> tentacles and not yeah. arms. And blah, blah, blah. sorry, I'm a brat, but yes. <laughs> I'll teach the world about octopuses. You're you're not wrong. This is accurate and important cephalopod information. I but, think but so. I, Griffin gets a pass because his description of the kraken coming coming up was was extremely poetic and very nice. It was it very was. beautiful. Also, he gets a pass because he's Griffin. I'm giving him that little badge. <laughs> true, true. Just yes. Stick this on your we shirt. We did not hun. expect anatomical accuracy from our <laughs> fantasy podcast. <laughs> I mean, I do, but that's just me. <laughs> well, if we did, I think we would not. We, I mean, what about a four-legged octopus as a horse from Clint? <laughs> oh my god, that whole bit was so funny. I had to it's pause the podcast. I was dying. <laughs> I'm very glad I didn't listen to that in in public oh and had to gosh. have to explain like what was wrong with me. <laughs> saying, like if you just stick two horses together, it's an octopus. They love the visual of putting horses together. Horse teamwork <laughs> comes up way more often than you might think in McElroy audio shows. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that we've established that a horse is half of an octopus, and <laughs> We do. I'm glad you made a note of this, Brittany, because this is exactly what I was thinking. Water breathing is cast and water walk is cast, which means never the two shall meet. Like Exactly. Yeah, that's true. They do kind of cancel each other out. <laughs> Everybody, I think, was just so excited to use their water stuff. Like, even mm-hmm. when they were yeah, first getting yeah. on the boat, I was like, Taco, babe, I hope you have your cloak of the manta ray, which don't worry. <laughs> he remembered. I'm surprised he didn't put it on immediately. Like, we're going on a boat. Like tie this bitch well, on. Well, when you see Here my drawing of his dope pirate outfit, you'll be like, okay, I could see it being like really yeah. cute for like when the wind is blowing. But like maybe mm-hmm. he's not wearing it all the time. You'll well, see. it's it has more dramatic impacts too if you wait for the battle and pull it out. Yeah, that's fair. And it's like don't just when I you remember. think he's forgotten, he had it. Uh huh. Because <laughs> you never know. It was a very long time ago that he got it, and he never got to use it. More water adventures. What even happens next, you girls? <laughs> well, Magnus gets grappled. Well, first of all, oh, right. Merle is very sad no one has taken the immediate opportunity to jump onto the water and run around like a goof. Of course, of and course. And very sad that uh, Magnus instead goes for the one on the mast, misses it, mm. hits it, gets grappled by another, 
And then it's just being oh, held Meg. in the air when Taco casts his most <gasps> badass of spells, Otto's Irresistible Dance. The Kraken is taken by the dance. <laughs> yes. Which is the electric slide, apparently, which I didn't think had a lot of hand waving, but maybe I've been doing it wrong. I mean, you'd have to do that clap at that one point, which is bad news for Magnus. That's dangerous for Magnus, who is still being grappled. Yeah. Yeah. You almost say tentacle. Well, there's a a limit to to which dances you can do as an octopus, I would think. You have Uh, to be kind of interpretive. You know what you could do? The Macarena. Mm. That's true. You could do the Macarena. That would have definitely been especially unpleasant for Magnus. Uh Uh-huh. Chicken dance, you can. Do, oh, chicken oh, dance would have been great. What <gasps> dance would have been the quickest to kill Magnus? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I think it's more of a, a shaken, not stirred situation mm. than a than an imminent death situation. He does have quite a lot of hit points, but this is I don't true. think that protects you from getting dizzy. <laughs> that's true. He's a big, strong boy. But here's the problem. Yeah. Here's where we do run into another a little minor issue. Um, so the Kraken lets go of the ship. And then the ship is able to scootaloo away from the ghost ships that were catching up to it because the Kraken was, like, kind of holding it in place. And as far as I know, and maybe they said and I didn't catch it, Magnus should still be in the grasp of the Kraken. He let go of the boat, but he did not let go of Magnus. I feel like... And the boat is again, going that I, way. But suddenly Magnus I, saw the boat. I was like, hold on, hold on. I've only listened to it once, so I could be wrong, but I feel like somebody made some attack or something happened that I I feel like I remember it being stated that Magnus was let go, mm-hmm. but I could be wrong. My mind may have just left there because suddenly yeah, he was think, no longer being held. I think a lot of people are more forgiven than, forgiving than I am. Forgiven? Like, well, this, uh-huh. They are forgiven and they are forgiving and I'm neither. I will yeah. accept nothing. You're but real hard ass when you look well, through. No, because uh, Merle does another spell, which I did not write down what it was because I got distracted because I think that was that when he pulled out the the extreme teen Bible, which he must have had as a prop, and I think maybe it lit up or something. Um, I think that might have been. Dope. But yeah, uh, Merle casts another spell, and I think fires at one of the tentacles, and, it, and that's no, 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 no. when Magnus winds up. The tentacle goes to attack him. And he deflects it with the book. Oh, with the Bible. Yes. Yeah, but but he does. He I know he casts. He casts another, another see, spell. Because I because I I'm, wrote down it makes spaghetti. He casts control water. Oh yeah, because he casts control maybe, water. Maybe what does that's that do? It, it makes spaghetti, and he's being an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's just the distraction. I feel like somebody does attack. I one think of the we all need to accept but... the fact that Magnus should be in the hole of the Kraken, and he's not, and that's okay for everybody what else, if... not for me. <laughs> Did Orla get him out of there? Let's say yes. Let's say yes. So I can get my brain. Yeah, I think something body. happens. And I, I was I was still laughing about the octopus doing the electric slide, honestly. <laughs> Which is a fair reason. See, these distraction techniques don't work on me. <laughs> What's happening? Why? Why? He never left. You're the real He's still over there. eagle ear of this podcast. Which is hilarious when you think about all the times it's like, I didn't hear that part, but eh. That's true. <laughs> Moving on. You're you're the most, you're defo or Merle where you're like, I don't even remember that. But then also the things that you do catch, you're very critical of. You're like, wait a minute. Magnus was Hold never explicitly. octopus horses. <laughs> Good one, good one, good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Orla saved Magnus. Magnus is fine. He's on the boat. Merle yeah. casts Brittany, control wrote... water. Yeah. Please. This is such a good joke. Did you create this? Because I don't remember the Yes. I know. I was so upset. I'm so proud of you. Didn't... You have to say this. <laughs> All right. So he casts control water. And let's call it what it is. He creates a Merle pool. How did they skip over that? Good. I heard whirlpool. I'm like, you mean a whirlpool? And waited and never happened. I was like, boys, come on! You're killing it this week. Oh, I missed that one too. That's so good. This is the Britney show now. This one, Britney's episode is now. She. It turns out you get your strength from water episodes, and so this is. (laughs) This all makes sense now. The water beast was really just powering you up. The Kraken <laughs> is sealing the deal. You are like on top of your game. Merlepool is genius and I love it. And I am 
amazed Clint especially didn't come up with it because mm-hmm. it's so good. Yes, I, I so that good. needs to be tweeted at Clint <laughs> on Twitter. This is important Just, to me. Uh, tossing this one out there, whirlpool. <laughs> Uh, but then, handsomely, Magnus takes command of the uh, the wave humper here. Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> yes, the wave humper. <laughs> it doesn't sound any less stupid the more times you say it. No. <laughs> Never does. But it comes at a price, because now Dav is up. Yes. It is funny that he keeps being like, here's my sword. And I was like, thank you, Justin, for speaking of being like, it's actually mine. Like, please don't ever forget <laughs> That is Taco's sword. Be aware and of the it. The wonderful visual of Davenport and Magnus having this conversation and Taco just in the background <laughs> like, oh, it's mine. Actually, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> that goes under my bed when you're done with it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't need a sword to be cool because he can he can just grab a wooden gangplank and invent surfing. Reinvent right. surfing. And he's doing, like, we know in our hearts that he can. Anybody who listened to Balance, he's tearing it up out there. He's tearing up these arm tentacles. Arms. 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 Because <laughs> he takes yeah. out one of the arms and mm-hmm. still gets caught. Yes. And just when you think he's about to be dropped into the gaping maw mm. of the beak of the kraken, who shows up? <gasps> it's so romantic. It really is, yeah. It's the most romantic fucking moment <laughs> in any podcast ever fight me <laughs> when <laughs> Kravitz saves Taco from being dropped into the mouth of the Kraken just saying those words and like just like put a glow around those words it's so beautiful and romantic this romantic <laughs> sentence in the history of the world right there <laughs> It was one of those moments where, like, you know, Taco even being grabbed, you know, and getting closer, closer, closer. Even sitting there listening, I was like, Kravitz, mm. you know, this, <laughs> this is about to be so beautiful. And it was. It was even better than you could have imagined. And even better still, Taco's asking, did you see my sick moves? And he was like, hell yeah, babe. You're fucking amazing out there. Which just romance, romance, romance all the time with these two. It was just so great. I was living for this for this mm-hmm. episode. And then he puts him back on the boat. And then it's got to zip back over because they still have like eight more ships. Uh-huh. They are not done. And apparently it's really yeah. tough. <laughs> Thank God they showed up. It is. Bless the Raven Queen oh for sending yeah. them out and be like, go go clean up that mess. Go, <laughs> go figure that out. Hey, Raven Queen. We love you, girl. I need her to show up. Ooh, please. And thank you. It's similar to like the entire Overwatch community being like, where is the Junker Queen? <gasps> We're like, where is the Raven mm-hmm. Queen? I didn't even go there and I want to see that. Spoiler alert, it's me. <laughs> but uh, what I really love about Krav saving Taka besides everything about it is also the fact that, like you said, he and Loop and Barry and Loop being like, are you done? Are you done, romantic <laughs> boys? Come on. Um, was that it's even more romantic. Like, you guys, this is so romantic. Have I mentioned that enough? It's so romantic because it means that as all of our favorite undeads are TCB over there with the boats, Crab's got an eye oh, out. Oh, for sure. Crab is yeah. always aware. He's watching. He's like, I got, I'm concerned here. But if anything happens to a number one, my boy, but you know, if it had been Magnus, if it had been Merle, he would have been there in mm-hmm. a moment. Because like, those are all his dudes. It's so sweet. Kravitz, you're the real star of this show. He's a good, good boy. For We're sure. We're just so blessed to have him. <laughs> And now if we don't start talking about something else, I'm going to keep talking about Kravitz and Taco for the next eight minutes. All right. I have a shameful secret. <gasps> Tell. Well, you can see it. Um, <laughs> I, don't worry. I'm like not reading ahead. Go ahead. I can't see it. It's a surprise to me. <laughs> All right. So here's my shameful secret. When mm-hmm. Davenport had the raging flaming poison sword of doom, I kind of hoped he would drop it or something would happen. Oh. <laughs> Only because one, you it is OP. Travis. Let's let's face some facts. It is, yeah. <laughs> but also, how great would it be? Like that's the setup for another mini campaign. We got to go get it to get yeah. it back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get that shit back. Get back what's mine. Says Taco. Ooh. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Griffin would have done that to Travis no. even temporarily. He was going to tease him with it, but he wouldn't do that. Oh, I'm sure Travis had a devastated face. Like no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If anybody has photos from the San Fran live show and has the moment where Travis's heart broke at the thought of the poisoning, raging poisoning sort of exactly being dropped, share. 
It was a very good bit, too, with Davenport holding it and just, like, <laughs> casually slicing without even trying right. through all of Not these Kraken arms. Not having to do a single GD thing. I love it. I imagine he's just, like, flailing towards him, and he just kind of slightly turns. Oh, no. That really good commentary from Griffin to Travis that does say, this is too much. Uh-huh. I've given you too much. But, like, I get it. When you got that badass thing, you're like, I'm going to use this all the time. Watch me wail. I think the only way that, honestly, that this could take a backseat, I feel like Justin would have to step in and do it. Yes. I think yeah. Taco would have to take it back. <gasps> yes. You know what I mean? Like, so you could now do I want it. That to... <gasps> I have so many great ideas. Boys, hit me up. <laughs> fanfic that shit. Fanfic? <laughs> Let's start a Romancing the Zone fan fiction AO3 name. <laughs> fanfic Corner. It's just oh, called no. the Bone Isn't zone. it just the Bone Zone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, amazing. Uh, how do we get out of here? <laughs> how do we get out of the bone zone? <laughs> how do we get out of this bone zone? There's no way out. You're stuck here forever. Uh, apparently, apparently by dominating the monster. <gasps> That's it. <laughs> My entire world was made twice. Let's... It was made twice yeah. because I had the same kind of thought as Justin slash Taco. He's like, I dominate my... Now legless Kraken. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so sad. This was that was amazing. that was one of those like D and D is just the dumbest game, but also the best. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. the best. Saying, Me and my legless tr- Kraken are coming to the rescue. <laughs> and then Merle, so sweet, regenerates that Kraken. Oh my so gosh! Let's unpack so this a little bit because yes. this is essentially where the show ends. It's a bit of a, it's a presumed ending. So Taco taking his regenerated Kraken that he now has dominated and is listening to him. He's the best damn pirate Kravitz has ever seen. Now, now, of course, boyfriend saving boyfriends. Always good. Best friend saving best friends. Always. Everybody looking out for each other. Uh, how long does this last? Because Dominate monster? Just in general. One hour. Let's think about oh. this for a moment. Because... How long does a fight last? Ten minutes. <laughs> no, no. The idea that Orla pitched to them was, even if you get rid of all those ghost boats, the Kraken... We'll just make more. So the thought was, we have to stop the Kraken, but now we've just regenerated it. <laughs> I was just so excited the Kraken was safe. I didn't even think of that. He's fine. <laughs> He's totally fine. But that's why I'm like, we didn't really accomplish anything, did we then? <laughs> the next live show is just going to be them going, oh, wait. And then they have to fight the Kraken. It starts out with all of them on some beautiful, like seaside eatery they're all having wine and like tapas and then they're like oh shit wait a minute and then it, like that's the continuation we got to go back out there. that's the, the post-credit scene <laughs> Ooh, they get um uh, uh, they're serving okay. them so the tapas they, no <laughs> they get the tapas but then also they get on a beautiful platter a letter or a newspaper saying, 12 ships taken down by a Kraken. I'm like, oh, shit. I love... <laughs> He's more powerful than ever now. See, I was just thinking that they were, they were like, at some restaurant on the beach, like, sipping margaritas or yeah. something. And then, then they're just sort of thinking, they're like, hey, wait a minute. And then you just see, like, tentacles splashing in the distance. And, yeah, and like, and. oh, shit. And then it says, like, like smash cut to, to be continued. Oh, Mamma mia, here we go again. Kraken, Kraken, here we go again. <laughs> that's it although i mean see there is a, there is an alternate ending here possibly oh, yeah? which is that while the monster was so they they've got the monster dominated mm-hmm. they get the kraken to defeat all its own bad guys mm-hmm. and then merle converts it <gasps> oh. merle brings it the good word of pan and it it uh it changes its mind about what it wants to to do for yeah. a living, and it becomes like a lifeguard maybe <laughs> i don't know what is what is a kraken gonna do once it's not got like the skeleton i like mode? lifeguard <laughs> It's going to be he out there like, giving boats directions. When exactly. Like, we'll he'll be, he'll to come like a dolphin. Windfall Island. <laughs> yeah. I like this idea. Maybe maybe it'll open a bar. Like, it'd be Ooh, a really good bartender, right? Take those arms. boats. Take the remainders of those boats. Really just bring them back up to the surface. Make, like, your own little island. And then... It's Margaritaville. The Kraken founds <gasps> Margaritaville. There we go. In the middle of the ocean. Everybody get into the wave humper. <laughs> we are going to Kraken's Margaritaville. <laughs> That's the that's the starting point for another show. 
I'm going to get a Kraken margarita mm, right let's now. Let's all go have margaritas. We did a great job, everybody. Well, there is Kraken brand rum, so I'm just saying. Oh, girl, you know, you know <laughs> I got it. I have a glass right now. I can hear it. I have. <laughs> all my alcohols are cephalopodies. <laughs> many of them. <laughs> so there you go. So that's been um, our our book club show, our live episode show our <laughs> alcohol review so we cover a lot the bone zone <laughs> the most romantic moment ever in podcasts or probably any history ever of media we covered everything is there anything we forgot to mention no we covered everything okay great <laughs> crushing it with that 20 with that 20 it's that 20 <laughs> guys it I wish matters I had a bell right here i'd just start like clanging it around everybody would Ooh. just immediately unsubscribe from this podcast they'd love it <laughs> or we got 50 more subscribers oh my god just from the bell <laughs> what just what we need is sound effects yes maybe an air horn <laughs> defo need an air horn and also ooh, before we end this episode i realized mm-hmm. lucretia was the only one left out of the original crew i mean listen oh, don't feel bad i'm sure she's though. fucking thrilled she was... that she did not have to deal with this bullshit it was just an observation mm-hmm. like she hears about it later and goes "Ooh, i'm so sorry i missed that <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you all had a great time together I just realized she sent Davenport money. He doesn't need money. <laughs> he never told her the truth. He's like, ooh, thanks. He just grifted the shit out of Lucretia. Dev! <laughs> well, and on that bombshell, it's time for us to sail into the sunset. <laughs> on our legless Kraken. <laughs> He's fine now. He's fine. He's got He's, fine, He's got even more legs than he had before. <laughs> Ten. Ten legs. (laughs) In two weeks, we will meet back up in Kepler. A new adventure. A new bomb bomb, hopefully. I'm so excited. (laughs) Hop in the Alpine, everybody. It's about to go down. But in the meantime, if I remember to post it this time, we want to know what you think the next live show will be. We will have that pull up over on Twitter, at Romancing Zone. And we will check you in two weeks. Till then, as always, thank you so much for listening. I'm Mel Bailey. I'm Brittany Bailey. And I'm Ann Kern. And we've been Romancing the Zone.